Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. In this episode, we discussed chapter number 11. It's quite a weird one, I must say. Uh, it is titled The Mystery of Sex Transmutation, the 10th Step Towards Riches. Now, uh, again, it's, it's, it's very sort of awkward of, of course uh, for me to read this uh, in but it is a vital chapter nonetheless and it, the book would be lacking if this chapter was left out so I have uh, included this but in passing um, I would strongly encourage you if you have the book um, to read more about this there are some more resources about this chapter in the description so you can also check that out and come come up with your own conclusion but since this podcast is about going through books about money, about finance, about wealth, um, and it should be done in full, and this chapter, hence, should be included. So let's get into the chapter. Now, what does transmutation mean now? Uh, Napoleon Hill very clearly begins the chapter with the definition of the word transmute, at least. He says transmute is, in simple language, the changing or transferring of one element or form of energy into one another into another now at first thought this might be uh, this might seem like changing one's sex but it actually means channeling one's sex sexual energy into another more productive form and a form in which the theme of the book suggests is 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 used to gain money now the emotion of sex has has back of it the possibility of three constructive potentials he says they are the perpetuation of mankind the maintenance of health the transformation of mediocrity into genius through transmutation sex desire is the most powerful of human desires when driven by this desires men develop keenness of imagination courage willpower persistence and creative ability unknown to them at other times Fortunate, fortunate indeed, he says, is the man who has discovered how to give sex emotion an outlet through some form of creative effort, for he has, by that discovery, lifted himself to the status of a genius. He says scientific research has disclosed these facts. Fact number one, the men of great achievement are men with highly developed sex natures, men who have learned the art of sex transmutation. The men who have accumulated great fortunes and achieved outstanding recognition in literature, art, industry, architecture, and the professions were motivated by, and this is quite curious, um, by the influence of a woman. Now he says, the emotion of the irresistible force against which there can be no opposition as an immovable body. When driven by this emotion, Men become gifted with the superpower for action. Understand this truth and you will catch the significance of the statement that sex transmutation will lift one to the status of a genius. The emotion of sex contains the secret of creative ability, he says. Sex alteration takes out, takes out of the male or the man or beast all the fight that was in him. Sex alteration in the female has the same effect. Now, he, he puts sex in, into sort of a group of 10 that he calls the 10 mind stimuli. These are 
sort of stimuluses that or stimuli sorry that um the mind generally wants and the mind craves for either good or bad and too much of it in any direction is bad um and he and he and he notes them down as number 1 the desire for sex expression number 2 love number 3 the burning desire for fame power or financial gain money number 4 music number 5 friendship between either those of the same sex or those of the opposite sex number 6 a mastermind alliance based upon the harmony of two or more people who ally themselves for spiritual or temporal advancement number 7 mutual suffering such as that experienced by people who are persecuted number 8 auto suggestion which there is a chapter on previously number 9 fear and number 10 narcotics and alcohol now of these eight stimuli are positive uh, and the, those are the first eight so any effect of this will have mostly positive uh, positive effects on one's life and two are negative so in this case uh, i think that the two that are negative are fear so if you are fearful of everything or anything or a lot of things at least uh, it will be detrimental to you narcotics and alcohol if you are addicted in any quantity to narcotics or alcohol it will it will not be good for you and you can add drugs you can add all sorts of things in this gambling you can add all sorts of things in this in this list this list is present is presented for the purpose of enabling you he says to make a comparative study of the major sources of mind stimulation from this study it will be readily seen that the emotion of sex is by great odds the most intense and powerful of all mind stimuli again there's a, there's a lot to think about it in at least in terms of the list that he that he uh, brings out and in terms of how he has placed um, sex desires as 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 being on top of the list and he says if you channel this well you can that is the difference between uh the the, the a genius and 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 basically an ordinary person he says he has a section in the chapter titled genius the development the developed genius is developed through the sixth sense the faculty of creative imagination which he details in the previous chapter is one which the majority of people never use during an entire lifetime and if used by at all it usually happens by mere accident now how does one access um in a creative imagination or as he says a hunch that you might have it doesn't happen often it happens it happens infrequently and uh, one of the ways it can happen is if you have infinite intelligence which is just uh, an endless supply of intelligence or through one's subconscious mind wherein is stored every sense impression and thought impulse which ever reached the brain through an any of the five senses senses he basically says that within each of your five senses you might you it if that that sort of thing you know that subconscious thing lies and you can tap it um, at any time number 3 is from the mind of some other person who has just the related thought a picture of an idea concept or conscious idea from the other person's subconscious storehouse now where or when is the mind creative the, the the creative function or the creative imagination functions best when the mind is vibrating at an exceedingly high rate he says this is when the mind is functioning functioning at a rate of vibrations higher 
than that of ordinary thought. While on this exalted plane of thought, he says, the creative faculty of the mind is given freedom for action. The way has been cleared for the sixth sense to function. It becomes receptive to ideas which could not reach the individual under any other circumstances. The creative faculty becomes more alert and receptive to the individual subconscious mind. The more this faculty is used, the more the individual relies on it. This faculty can be cultivated and developed through usage, just like practice. Right? If you keep hitting it, it will get stronger. That's the same principle that applies here in where in which uh, Hill talks about how to develop how to develop creative imagination. Now, what does this have to do with at least the title of the of the, of the chapter, which is sex? He he suggests that. The human mind responds to stimulation, any form of stimulation. Among the greatest and the most powerful of these stimuli is the urge of sex. The rest have been detailed previously. If good taste would permit, he says, we might easily mention scores of men who climb to great heights of achievement under the stimulating influence of their wives. Which is, again, quite an interesting take. Um, for the purpose of refreshing the memory in connection with the facts available from biographies of certain men, we hear pre present the names of a few men of outstanding achievement, each of whom was known to have been of a highly sexed nature, which in, in his words, the genius which was there undoubtedly, uh, the, gen the genius which was theirs undoubtedly found its source of power in transmuted sex energy. He, of the people he mentions, uh, the names are George Washington, Napoleon Bonaparte, William Shakespeare, Ab Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, Albert Hubbard, um, Oscar Wilde, Woodrow Wilson, Andrew Jackson, Enricio Caruso, and more. He says, man attains to the status of a genius only when and if he stimulates his, his mind so that it draws upon the forces available through the creative faculty of the imagination. Chief among the stimuli with which this stepping up of the vibrations may be produced is quite funnily enough, sex energy. And, and, and then he, he talks about when this energy is at its peak and when it can be transmuted into vibrations at a higher peak. And the way he says this is, is in a part of his chapter called Why Men <laughs> Seldom Succeed Before 40. And I sort of put uh, a question, what? Like just a surprise there because right now as uh, in 2021 there are there are people who achieve scores of things before very very young ages and uh, the, the, there's there's forbes under 40 forbes 30 under 30 um, probably forbes under 21 and and success is being achieved at a, a very very young age and he still goes on to say that why men achieve success before 40 and he, and he did this after a successful analysis of over 25000 successful men. He said this study disclosed the fact that the major reason why the majority of men who succeed do not begin to do so before the age of 40 to 50 is their tendency to dissipate their energies through overindulgence in physical expression of the emotion of sex. So this is predicated on the fact that there is an overindulgence in this form of stimuli. Um, and, and, and he goes on to explore this in more detail. It's very interesting. He says, the lives of many men up to and sometimes well past the age of 40 reflect a continued dissipation of energies which could have been more 
profitably turned into better channels. The desire for sexual expression is by far the strongest and most impelling, impelling, not compelling, of all the human emotions. And for this very reason, this desire, when harnessed and transmuted into action other than that of physical expression, may raise one to the status of a genius. It is a fact well known to psychologists that there is a very close relationship between sex desires and spiritual urges. A fact which accounts for the peculiar behavior of people who participate in the <laughs> orgies known as religious revivals common among the primitive types. Again, uh, it's quite interesting to read this um, almost uh, 80 years after it has been written. But the principles of this and the principles of what this leads to are, 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 are significantly true overindulgence in anything, especially something uh, that is as stimulating as this. Uh, can can in this in his words can ruin you and 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 it and it has ruined uh, many a man over over, over over the past few years. He says the most powerful of all human emotions is that of sex. There are other mind stimulations, some of which have been listed, but none, none of them, none of them the combined can equal the driving power of sex. He says. A teacher who was trained and directed the efforts of more than 30,000 salespeople made the astounding discovery that highly sexed men are the most efficient salesmen. This energy, which is the energy that these sexed men sort of possess, may be communicated to others through the following media. The handshake. The touch of the hand indicates instantly the presence of magnetism, the tone of voice. Magnetism is the factor with which the voice may be colored or made musical and charming. Posture and carriage of the body. Highly sexed people move briskly with grace and ease. The vibrations of thought highly sexed people mix the emotion of, of sex with their thoughts or may do so at will and in, in, in that way may influence those around them. Body adornment. People who are highly sexed are usually very careful about their personal appearance. They usually select clothing of a style becoming to their personality, physique, and complexion. And 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 of, of course, this is um, in his in his mind plays out in every form of life. So this desire that you have within you, if used in the right way, if channeled in the right way, can be expressed, and people can be made aware of this in the right way, which is again quite interesting. He says the salesman who knows how to take his mind off the subject of sex and direct it in the sales effort with as much enthusiasm and determination as he would apply to its original purpose has acquired the art of sex transmutation, whether he knows it or not. The entire subject of sex is one with which the majority of people appear to be unpardonably ignorant. The urge of sex has been grossly misunderstood, slandered and burlesqued by the ignorant and the evil-minded for so long that the very word sex is seldom used in polite society. And it is, of, and it is even used uh, as a curse, which is, of course, uh, very evident in modern society. The better use of this power is the burden of this chapter and indeed this book. And, and the main premise of this is to sort of tell us how it can be channeled in, in, in the right manner, he says. Man is the only creature on earth which violates nature's purpose in this connection, the connection of sex. 
every other animal indulges in its uh, nature in moderation and with the purpose which harmonizes with the laws of nature every other animal responds to the call of sex only in season man's inclination is to declare open season not every person knows however that over overindulgence in sex expression may become a habit as destructive and as detrimental to creative efforts as narcotics and liquor now why is this important why is it so important to sort of understand this as a young man because this in order to control this form of energy will lead you if you if you have the power to control this form of energy will lead you to the road um to get you to at least become close to a genius right um and at least to help you think clearly it won't immediately give you uh, an indefinite amount of 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 knowledge but it will at least help you think clearly so he says and how how is how does this work he says the road to genius consists of the development control and use of sex love and romance this is the process encourage encourage the presence of these emotions as the dominating thought in one's mind and discourage the presence of all destructive emotions control of the mind to the power of will is not difficult control comes through persistence and habit the secret of control lies in understanding the process of transmutation there is no other road to genius than through voluntary voluntary self effort a man may attain to great heights of financial or business achievement solely by the driving force of sex energy but history is filled with evidence that he may and usually does carry with him certain traits of character which rob him of the ability to either hold or enjoy his fortune now in in the in, in the final bit of the chapter which we now enter he 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 deciphers the difference between as he said previously sex love and romance and he says the emotions of love and sex leave their unmistakable marks upon the features moreover these signs are so visible that all who wish may to read them may do so the man who is driven by the sort of passion based upon sex desires alone plainly advertises to the fact of the entire world by the expression of his eyes and the lines of his face the emotion of love and mixed with the emotion of sex softens modifies and beautifies the facial expression no other character anal- analyst is needed to tell you this you may observe it for yourself the emotion of love brings out and develops the artistic and aesthetic nature of man it leaves its impress upon one's very soul even after the fire has been subdued by time and circumstance but what if you have loved and lost he answers the question saying if you be- if you believe yourself unfortunate because you have lost perish the thought or sort of uh, eradicate the thought one who has loved truly can never lose entirely love is whimsical and temperamental its nature is ephemeral and transitory it comes when it pleases and goes away without warning accept and enjoy it while it remains but spend no time worrying about its departure worry will never bring it back emotions of love sex and romance are sides of eternal triangles of achievement building genius nature, nature creates genii which is the plural of genius through no other force where love romance and the proper understanding of emotion and function of sex abide there is no disharmony he says most men will not admit 
uh, in closing that they are easily influenced by the women they prefer because it is the nature of men to want it is the nature of the male to want to be recognized as the stronger of the species no man is happy or complete without the modifying influence of the right woman the man who does not recognize this important truth deprives he says deprives himself of the power which has done more to help men achieve success than all other forces combined now again this is a very confusing chapter definitely uh and and you might think that what does this have to do with finance what does this have to do with wealth but um, i think that the more important point that napoleon hill tries to make is that um there are several several stimuli out there that can sort of derail you from any path that you take sex is probably the most um common among them um and and it has to be channeled well and it has to be controlled well and it has to be differentiated well from love and uh the way you do that is through the principles laid out in this chapter and if you do that you are setting yourselves up uh for success uh, financial and otherwise and this can be done in my opinion at any age not at any age not just uh before the age of uh 40 or after the age of 40 in fact uh it can be done in your early 20s 30s or later on in life but this was a very interesting chapter i highly suggest you read the resources uh, given below and come up with your own conclusion if you if you don't agree with uh, with mine or what the author has uh, has said but that's it from this episode uh, if there's any way this podcast can be improved bettered um uh, if there's any books that you would like uh, me to discuss please let me know but that's it from this episode uh, i hope you'll i hope you'll join me next time